I'm Dr. Joe Esposito, and welcome to our podcast for the health of it. Remember to subscribe to our podcasts, and I'll help you naturally get well and stay well. The information presented on this program is not intended to take the place of your personal physician's advice, and it is not intended to diagnose, treat, cure, or prevent any disease. Discuss this information with your own physician or healthcare provider to determine what is right for you. Are you suffering needlessly? Dr. Joe can give you advice on how to naturally get well and stay well. Dr. Joe Esposito. Hey folks, Dr. Joe here. Hope everybody's having a wonderful day. Today is one of my uh, fun shows. I like this one. In fact, this is the only show that I do sort of a repeat on every year. And we're going to talk about the food romance connection. We're going to talk about how food affects your love life. Because a lot of times patients come to our offices and they will say to our doctors, oh, gosh, you know, I'm not uh, functioning like I used to. Um, I don't have the drive that I used to. I don't have the passion that I used to. And is it just getting old? And the answer is, well, a little bit. Getting old does have a, uh, is a player in this game, but it doesn't necessarily have to be the reason for it. Now, this show is going to be a little more adult themed. So if there's children you'd rather not hear, I'm going to keep it clean. Don't worry. But we're going to talk some adult topics and adult themes here. So if you have children, you may not want to, if you don't want them listening, good idea to change channels now. It's the first time I'll ever tell you to change channels on me. But I want to make sure you know what you're getting into here. So very, very clear on that. So we're going to talk about the food romance connection. How what you eat has a direct impact on your love life. And it's not just a romantic love life we're talking about. It's your relationships. And maybe not with someone you necessarily have a, a romantic love for, but what about your family? What about your coworkers? What about your children? Uh, what about your animals? What about you? Wouldn't it be nice to feel good about yourself? So many times patients come to our offices and they have that you know, Doc, I just don't feel good about myself. I'm not happy and, you know, my job stinks and my, my life stinks and my friends stink. And so we talk a little bit about that and they, they say, well, what's changed? I ask them what's changed, or my doctors do, and nothing's changed. Something has gone on recently that's affecting them. And many, many times what that is, is their body is not chemically balanced or physically balanced. And when we get somebody healthy, it's amazing what happens to their lives. And so we're going to talk about what you need to do to have a healthy, when I say love life, not just a romantic love life, but love of yourself, love of friends, love of job, whatever it is. So let's think about for a second, if I was going to ask you, what would you consider to be a romantic dinner? And right away, things, visions pop up in your head. Mine does. And you would probably picture a Hollywood movie set in a restaurant somewhere where they have a uh, candlelight and the couple's holding hands across the table and maybe there's some soft music playing. A couple of things in there are good. A couple of things about that are not good. Even the candlelight. We'll talk about that in a second. Candlelight's good. The candle itself may not be. So we order. And what are we going to order? Maybe we'll have some oysters because we heard oysters are an aphrodisiac, right? So we're going to have oysters as an appetizer. And then maybe steak and lobster because that sounds like a real romantic dinner, right? It's expensive and it tastes great and it must be very romantic. And may, of course, you have to have what? Wine. Wine has to be part of this dinner. Uh, maybe a nice dessert, maybe some cheesecake or something like that, a cup of coffee. And so there's a lot of things that we would consider to be romantic and just about everything I said in the past 30 seconds, will knock the steam out of your engine. Let's keep, we'll keep it clean here. So let's go through what you would consider a romantic meal and why it's not good for your, uh, your love life. 
So we'll start with the steak, steak and lobster. Well, let's talk with you. Well, we're going to go to the oysters in a second. We're going to cover that a little later. Um, but oysters, not a good idea. They're high in zinc. I'll give you a little preview here. They are high in zinc, which is good for your prostate, gentlemen. However, oysters are bottom dwellers, and they eat dirt, and they filter out junk, and they're usually high in mercury and lead and other toxic chemicals. And it's the, one of the most acid foods you can eat. I'm going to cover acid and alkaline throughout the lecture here today, or show today, I guess. Not a lecture, because you're not here. Um, I guess it could be a lecture, though, right? Well, we would call it a podcast. We could be a lecture. They do internet teaching now, so I guess this could be a lecture. And oysters, not a good choice, because if you put acid foods in your body, it's going to have an adverse effect on your health. It's going to rob your body of vital minerals that are necessary for normal function. Steak. Back to our steak and lobster. Both are very heavy proteins. Now, I'm a vegan. I've been a vegan for about 32, 33 years now. And the number one question we vegans get, and it's, it's so ridiculous. Uh, I, I, guess, I take that back. It's not ridiculous if you don't know the answer. But we get it all the time. And that is, where do you get your, say it with me, protein. Right, I know what you're thinking. Where do you get your protein from? Your body only needs about 8 to 10% of its total intake is protein. Anything beyond that is wasted. And that protein has to be processed through your body and broken down and passed out. And that process occurs in your liver and in your kidneys. Now, years ago, way back when I started practice, 33 years ago, we didn't see a lot of kidney patients. So a lot of back pain, neck pain. I'm a chiropractor. I'm board certified in chiropractic, orthopedics, pain management, double board certified in nutrition, BS in nutrition, retired dietitian, award-winning author. Uh, this show is heard coast to coast and around the world and been in practice, like I said, 33 years. So patients come in and they say, well, you, they would come in for neck pain and back pain. This is early on when chiropractors were well known for getting rid of pain. And we, you know, we kind of cornered the market on that. And then people started realizing that chiropractic is a lot more than just back pain and neck pain because shows like this get out there and the media now is, you have much more better access to media. And you realize that chiropractic is about getting the body functioning normally, pain being one of the things people come see us for. So if you have a pinched nerve, you might have pain, but that's only 10% of the nerves. 90% of your nerves don't feel pain. They control organs. So patients now come into us with neck pain, back pain, shoulder pain, car accidents, sports injuries, never saw a car accident where the car was damaged where the occupants weren't ever. So if you've ever been in a car accident, you need to get it fixed, promise you. But now people getting that chiropractic is about getting the body healthy. And so more and more patients are coming to us with things like digestive problems, kidney issues, heart issues, blood pressure issues. And while technically we don't treat the disease, we treat your body to help it get well so it can treat the disease. And so I didn't see a lot of kidney patients, but now I do. And every single one that comes in has a horrible, high-protein, animal-based diet. Everyone. Never had a plant-based uh, eater come in with kidney problems. So we re they realized that, wow, if I have a pinched nerve going to my kidney, it can affect my kidney or any organ, heart, lungs, liver, spleen, prostate, and romantic organs. We're going to cover this too. Because if you have a pinched nerve going to your reproductive organs, the brain probably can't tell them to work properly, and they can't work properly. And so oftentimes people come to us with romantic issues, physical romantic issues, and it's a pinched nerve preventing normal function. But I digress. Back to steak. So people eating a lot of high-protein, animal-based products uh, rob the body of nutrients, specifically calcium, because these foods are acids. And when you put an acid in your body, your body has to neutralize the acid. And the body uses calcium as its primary neutralizing agent. 
So you're sucking calcium out of your body to neutralize the acids. That's not good, is it? So we have to start thinking about that, that we're losing calcium uh, every time we're eating a high acid diet. Now, calcium is necessary to relax muscles, to help blood, blood pressure drop, and we need good blood supply, but we don't want high blood pressure either. So we have to start thinking about what we're doing to our bodies and the side effects of it. Also, animal products are loaded with a lot of steroids, hormones, chemicals, pesticides, herbicides, genetically modified food. The animals are fed in many cases, not every case. Organic doesn't have that. But most commercial products have that. So now you have to start thinking about that as well. That we're putting these chemicals in our body. A lot of these chemicals are estrogen-like compounds. Now, estrogen is the antagonist of testosterone. Testosterone is your hormone that's the love hormone. It makes you frisky, but it also helps build muscle. And not just biceps and tricep muscles. How about your heart? How about your digestive system? How about your blood vessels? So you don't want to be putting a lot of estrogen-like compounds into the body. And we'll cover that again when we talk about candles, surprisingly. So we've got to be careful with that. And when it comes to energy, how many folks would just like more energy? I know a lot of people are exhausted all the time. I see that all the time with my patients. Oh, God, I'm tired. My friends, I'm exhausted. The number one consumer of energy that we have as humans is romance. The number two consumer of energy is digestion. Now, the problem is this. We're digesting food all day, every day, most of us, and that takes a lot of energy. The hardest food to digest is going to be an animal protein. That would be your oysters. That would be your steak. That would be your lobster. So if energy is an issue, and we just don't have the, the, the spring in our step like we used to, Eating hard-to-digest foods like animal proteins are going to make it a lot harder uh, to function in the romantic world because you just can be exhausted, especially it's usually at night. You go, oh, I'm tired. I want to go home. I want to go to sleep. What would life be like? A rhetorical question. What would life be like if you could actually go home from work and have energy to do things? Wouldn't that be cool? Well, a lot of you don't, and a lot of it has to do with what you're eating. So eating uh, animal proteins may not be the best thing for you. Also, eating animal proteins oftentimes uh, causes uh, the food to putrefy. The proteins will putrefy in the colon, and they give off gases. Now, that's certainly a, a, a thrill killer if you're all gassy. So think about the foods that you're eating that are causing the gases, and you might want to consider avoiding those if romance is uh, in the picture. Also, if you eat a lot of saturated animal fats, which is what they are, they clump the red blood cells together. And when red blood cells clump together, they can't carry oxygen as well. And if you can't carry oxygen, you get tired. So maybe we want to consider staying away from these foods as well because it's going to help uh, give us a little more energy. Following? So there's several things you can do by not doing something that'll help your love life. Again, we're just getting started here, folks. If you fry the meats, let's assume you have fried lobster. Well, lobster, first of all, loaded with cholesterol. Animal, you know, steak, yes, lobster loaded with cholesterol. And we know that cholesterol, when it gets into the body, can be bad. And new research is showing that cholesterol, if it gets into the brain, can actually oxidize and may contribute to things like Alzheimer's and memory loss. Now, as a chiropractor, I'm very worried about your brain. I don't think I've ever done a lecture where I didn't talk about the brain because your brain controls everything. And your brain sends messages down your spine, out your nerves to every cell in the body, the heart, the lungs, the liver, the spleen, the kidneys, the gallbladder, the romantic organs. And if you're eating a lot of cholesterol, we're finding now that cholesterol can get into the brain. It passes what's called the blood-brain barrier. 
And that cholesterol can oxidize or essentially rot or go bad. And those oxidized fats give off free radicals and free radicals can start attacking the brain. And that's not good. <coughs> Excuse me, got excited there. So eating a high cholesterol diet not only is bad for your liver and raising your cholesterol levels, but now we're finding out it can actually affect your brain. So maybe we want to avoid these foods. And also lobster is a bottom dweller like the oyster. So it's going to be loaded with things like mercury and lead and, and other toxic chemicals in most cases. And if you fry it, you create hydrogenated or trans fats. And those trans fats are very dangerous for the body as well. They can lead to things like heart disease, which can not good if you're thinking about romance. So once again, I'm kind of tearing apart your romantic dinner. And I'm sorry about that. But I've got to tell you the truth. It just is what it is. Also, talk about this for a second, because this is a topic that comes up all the time, is bad breath. So there's really three causes of bad breath, three major causes. Number one is you didn't brush your teeth. You got rot, you got, didn't brush your teeth. That's one issue. Number two is you have a rotten tooth. And that has a distinct smell to it, a distinct rotten smell to it. But if you have bowel breath, I don't know what else to call it. It smells like potty. That usually is a sign. In fact, I've never seen it not be a sign of a digestive problem. The digestive system is not breaking down foods properly and the food is rotting in your colon. That's what makes it smell like potty. And then what happens is that food passes, uh, the, the gases are released into the colon. Those gases get in, exchanged into the blood system. The blood system takes these gases up to the lungs where they exchange with oxygen and they come out through your breath. And that's why you may have seen people that when they, uh, they may have brushed their teeth and they still have this potty breath. Well, the reason is, now you know, is it's usually a colon problem. They're either constipated, their bowels aren't moving two to three times a day, they may have acid reflux or heartburn, which means you're not breaking the proteins down properly. And the quick way to fix that is you got to fix the digestive system. You can brush and floss and take mints all day, but if you have that potty breath, it's almost always a digestive problem. So you got to fix that. So meat can rot in your colon and give off this horrible, nasty gases, and that can cause problems as well. And then you get the bloating with the gases as well. And of course, if we're going to be in a situation where someone sees us perhaps in a uh, less uh, less clothes, I'm trying to see how to say this nicely, uh, we want to look nice. We want to look a flat stomach, right? You don't want to have this big bloated gut sticking out. So a lot of reasons why that steak and lobster and oyster appetizer wouldn't be a good choice for you. Now, folks, again, I'm a chiropractor. If you'd like to make an appointment to come see us, we have offices in Marietta, Duluth, and Stockbridge. We would love the opportunity to be your doctors. So if you have neck pain, back pain, shoulder pain, numbness, tingling, I recommend you get it checked because pain is a warning sign. It's telling you that something's wrong. The pain is not the problem. What's causing the pain is the problem. And you need to get that fixed if you want to obtain health. Because remember, nerves can also affect organs when they're being pinched, 10% of the time they hurt, 90% of the time they don't. So if you're sick and tired of being sick and tired, if you're ready to get well, I want you to go to my website, drjoesposito.com, or just Google Dr. Joe, and set up a time to come see us. Once again, offices in Marietta, Duluth, and Stockbridge. We accept all insurances. We accept people uh, with Medicare. We still accept Medicare. Car accidents. I have never seen a car accident where the car was damaged where the occupants weren't, ever. And you need to get that checked as soon as possible. Now, whether the accident was yesterday or 50 years ago, you need to get it checked as soon as possible. And if it's a recent accident, the sooner you get it checked, the less likely you are to lose some of your rights. 
because insurance companies are always looking for ways to not pay their bills. And one way they do it is, well, you know, you, you didn't get go to doctor right away. I mean, I, we have ways around that, but you need to get it checked as soon as possible. So go to my website, make an appointment right now. Don't wait, get off your fanny. Don't be one of these patients that say, oh, I wish I'd done this sooner, which I hear all day, every day. DrJoeEsposito.com or just Google Dr. Joe. We'll get you set up as soon as possible. So talking more about how food affects your romance, your love life, one of the things that people like to think about, of course, is a glass of wine. And a lot of you come home from work and say, I just need a glass of wine to unwind or beer or vodka or scotch or whatever it is. And you think that it's actually helping you and in reality, it's hurting you. So when it comes to romance, alcohol reduces your body's ability to produce testosterone. Testosterone is your love hormone. And so it will definitely have a dramatic effect on your ability to function. Now, you may think that you're relaxed and you may think that you're sexy and you're cool and you could dance and, you know, you're funny. People get good looking when they drink, right? But in reality, it's adversely affecting your functionality. Trying to keep it family friendly here. Because alcohol lowers your testosterone. Also, alcohol is a diuretic. Diuretic means it makes you pee. So, did you ever notice this? You take, you drink one beer, you pee out three. <laughs> where those other two beers come from? Your body is giving up its own vital fluid to flush the alcohol out of the system. And in that case, you decrease your blood supply, your vo blood volume, I should say, because you're dehydrating yourself. And you need blood to function, both men and women, when it comes to romance. You need to have good blood supply for, yeah, not just men, women as well. And so if you're dehydrating yourself and you're lowering your testosterone level and you're affecting brain function, it's not really a good choice. So I wouldn't recommend drinking if that's part of your plan. Once again, short term, you might think you're cool and short term, you might get a little looser. However, long term, it's going to cause some real serious problems. And when I say long term, even moments leading up to and, and during, you're not going to be able to function the way you should. And you may make bad decisions. Anyone ever make bad decisions while un under alcohol? I bet you have. And you probably regret them. Guess what? You're going to keep doing it if you don't stop doing it. So alcohol, not the drink of choice when it comes to romance, strangely enough. Part of, let's continue on now dinner. We're having a romantic dinner. And maybe we're going to have a baked potato with some sour cream and butter. Mmm, I like that. That sounds good. Well, the potato is complex carbs, which can give you energy. And complex carbs are also the precursor to one of the neurotransmitters in your brain called serotonin. Serotonin is the neurotransmitter that helps you calm down and focus. So if you're eating an organic baked potato, and I say organic because if it's grown underground and the soil is saturated with toxic chemicals, uh, you may not want to do that. But if you're going to do an organic baked potato, probably not a bad idea. <gasps> I said something nice. Yes, I did. So maybe may a good choice. Now, if you're going to slop, slop on some butter and sour cream, that may not be the best thing because these animal fats are the building blocks for things like estrogen, which again is the antagonist to testosterone. So milk, mother's milk, what we make butter out of, or sour cream, cow's milk, is designed to feed baby cows. So it has a lot of growth hormone in it to make the cow grow. Well, most of us don't want to grow anymore, do we? Because we're not growing up, we're growing out. I don't want to grow sideways. Not very sexy. So I would recommend staying away from the butter and the sour cream. If you have to put something on it, try olive oil, a little salt and pepper, sauteed mushrooms, by the way, would be a good choice because mushrooms have something in it called beta-glucan. 
And beta-glucan stimulates your immune system. Because beta-glucan, which is found in mushrooms, it's also found in nutritional yeast, it's also found in oatmeal. The immune system recognizes beta-glucan and starts stimulating the production of immune cells and starts attacking the beta-glucan. Well, it's one of these things that actually is a good thing because it generally stimulates your immune system. It's not a specific, it's a general stimulation. And so now the immune system is functioning at a higher level, which can be good because, well, straight, straight up with you, we got to be careful about infections for many reasons. And when it comes to romance, it's a real, real life thing out there. There's a lot of cooties running around out there. So it can help your immune system. So if you want to put some sautéed mushrooms on there, better choice. I'd stay away from the sautéed onions for a romantic dinner. It might give you bad breath and, and can cause gas. But the sautéed mushrooms might be a good call. Follow that. So that would be the way to eat your baked potato. If you exercise, that can be good. So getting exercise will increase your testosterone levels as well. And also the, the sour cream and butter, by the way, are going to clump your red blood cells together and prevent proper uh, carrying of oxygen, which can adversely affect your, um, your your life and your brain, and you need that oxygen. So it may not be a good choice at all. And many times commercial meats, unfortunately, I wish I wish I didn't have to tell you this, but I do. A lot of commercial meats and dairy products are loaded with steroids and hormones, chemicals, pesticides, herbicides. They're fed genetically modified foods. So even though the they're generalized, they're generally regarded as safe. It's called grass. Generally regarded as safe it doesn't mean that they're not going to have long-term side effects. And they do. And I've been talking on health and nutrition now for 35 years. And I know that the things I talk about will become mainstream. Just like being a plant-based diet. I, I was plant-based or vegan years before it was cool. And now you're seeing the biggest growth in grocery sales are in organic and plant-based foods. Why? Well, you're listening to my shows and other people like myself that are giving you really good advice and you're following it and you're realizing this is really the way to go. A plant-based diet. Now, if you're going to do animal products, I'll say it again, I don't. I wish you wouldn't, but I'm also a realist. So if you do, I recommend organic only. Organic meats, organic dairy products. Uh, ultimately, I'd love to get you off those things because you're probably going to live a whole lot longer. One study I read showed if you give up just dairy, you can add eight years to your life. If you give up all animal products, 11 years added to your life on average. I like those odds. I like living an extra 11 high-quality, high-energy years. I had one of my staff come to me the other day and say, Dr. Joe, you know, I'm looking at my, he, he's talking about himself, I'm looking at my own personal life and my own career. He says, and I, I want to be here forever, love working with you. He says, do you plan on retiring anytime soon? I said, retiring? So I'm just getting started. And he looked at me, he says, good, I feel better now. I know I'm secure. And he is, he's the guy's great worker and he's secure in his job. And it's real easy, by the way, if you want to get a, secure yourself in a job, do your job. I hate to say that, but it really is that simple. If you do your job, chances are you'll be secure because people aren't doing their jobs. And God knows there's lots of them. Those will go to the wayside. But I digress again. Continuing on. Oh, you know what? Let me cover this real quick. Can you die of a broken heart? I was going to do a whole show on this, actually, and I thought I'd just do a segment on it. There's actually a condition called, it's Takatsubo. Uh, T-A-K-O-T-S-U-B-O. So Takatsubo cardiomyopathy. And what this is, it's when you're under stress, the stress overstimulates the vagus nerve and the vagus nerve can cause pain in your chest and difficulty breathing and tightness. And when you overactivate the, the, uh, the vagus nerve because you're in what's called the sympathetic mode. There's two types of nerves in your body. One speeds you up called the sympathetics and one slows you down called the parasympathetics. 
And so this Takatsubo cardiomyopathy is when you're overstressed, you're stuck in the sympathetic mode, and you actually have chest pains. It affects the anterior cingulate cor cortex in your brain, and it affects uh, the left ventricle in your heart. It weakens the left ventricle. And so could you actually die of a broken heart? The answer is yes. And we're going to have to take a break pretty soon. When I come back, I'm going to talk about that a little bit more on what you can do if you do have a broken heart. And I would assume everyone listening has had a broken heart. Now, maybe from somebody breaking up with you, cheating on you, uh, someone dying, uh, losing your job, financial crisis. So there's a lot of reasons why you could have a broken heart, not just romance. But when that happens, this Takatsubo cardiomyopathy can be a real serious issue. We're going to talk about that when we come back. Now, folks, if you want to make an appointment to come see us, please go to my website, drjoesposito.com, or just Google Dr. Joe, number one Dr. Joe in the world, and we will set you up a time to come see us. We have offices in Marietta, Duluth, and Stockbridge. We accept people with all insurances, no insurances, car accidents. Please, people, if you've been in a car accident, everyone in the car needs to come see us right away. Uh, sports injuries. You want to get well, and you have to get the nervous system working, the digestive system working, and good nutrition. That's why I recommend everybody at least take Dr. Joe's Super Greens and Dr. Joe's Essential Source. The minimum amount of nutrients you should be taking every single day. There are two powders. If you don't know what they are, they're on my website, drjoesposito.com, or just Google Dr. Joe, number one Dr. Joe in the world. Also available on Amazon. We have a whole list of supplements, a whole array of supplements, a whole line of supplements I've created. And if you would like to talk about that, I'm more than happy to do that when you come in for your appointment. So stop suffering needlessly. Go to my website, drjoesposito.com. Set up an appointment right now because we want to help get you well and keep you well. Folks, thanks for listening. Tell your friends about the show. We're going to catch you next time. Thanks for listening to For the Health Fit. Remember to subscribe to this podcast and I'll help you naturally get well and stay well. You can also listen to and call into my radio show live Sunday evenings from 7 to 9 Eastern Time on WSBRadio.com and on the WSB Radio app. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply.